Well, hey there, this is Ad Speaks Houston, the Eddie Award-winning podcast giving you the inside scoop on Houston advertising and marketing, created and produced by Radio Lounge for the American Advertising Federation Houston Chapter AAF-Houston.net. The American Advertising Awards 2023 came to Houston in a grand, grand way. The event coming up on the 16th of February at the Ballroom at Bio Place. But between the judging and the time that we're actually having the awards presentation, we had a chance to sit down with a few of the judges who judged this year's competition. These were great, great people. And we're going to have a conversation with each and every one of them on these podcasts. First up is John Kreisbergs, General Manager at Propaganda 3 in Kansas City. Take a listen. John Kreisbergs is General Manager at Propaganda 3 in Kansas City, though originally a son of the Windy City, Chicago, and a part of a, from a few collegiate adventures around the Midwest and cheery old England, which I'd love to hear about sometime as well. Uh, John has called Kansas City home since he was 11 months old. <laughs> wow. I, he somehow successfully survived his childhood and adolescence, as we do, roaming the wilds of the Central Plains on his horse. You know, uh, with a regard himself as a Midwestern boy. Yeah, you're a Midwestern boy uh, through and through. When it comes to his musical uh, interest, he credits the eclectic taste of his parents, who were hippies, no doubt. And uh, I'm just saying, reflected in their extensive collection of 45s and LPs and uh, the Beatles, Aretha, the Temps, Frank Sinatra, Modern Jazz Quartet, and Tchaikovsky, which fits right in there with all of those other bands, everything. So John, John, John was also one of the judges for the American Advertising Awards here in Houston, which is coming up on the, uh, on the 16th of February. And we just had a phenomenal batch and group of, of judges, so much uh, synergistic uh, uh, energy and, and just a, a level of interest that was uh, above and beyond uh, that, that I've seen in the past several years. So, John, we thank you. John, we thank you for your service. They say that for military people, but I'm saying that for you. So, you know, here's the thing, John, and I'm going to let you talk here. Um, one of your things says, what's your favorite food pairing? Street tacos and ice cold beer. I'm, th I'm thinking why it's not Chicago uh, pizza uh, or something like that, or maybe they don't have that in Kansas City. <laughs> what do you think? Well, you know, yeah, yeah you know, Chicago-style pizza in Kansas City, it just doesn't Doesn't, play. doesn't swing, so, uh, yeah. Yeah, if I go to Chicago, I'll grab a slice, no, no doubt. But uh, yeah. Kansas City, we got a pretty decent taco trail here. Probably not the same as Houston, but uh, we do all right. We should have a competition between uh, between the cities and see. You know, they're all good. How can you how can you screw up a, a street taco? You know what I'm saying? I just Pretty I just tough. Uh, it'd be very tough. You know, you did such a great job with the judging, your commentary, your participation, and such, and your insight as well. One thing, John. First of all, thank you for that, and, and and thanks for joining us on the podcast as well today too. I appreciate it. You you can't talk about our industry, John, without placing the word pandemic in the conversation. You talk about advertising and the differences uh, you experienced pre and post. Are there were there changes in the way things were done? I'm sure you're going to say, yeah, there were. So let's talk about pre-pandemic and post-pandemic, which is where we're at right now. Um, what, what about in your world in Kansas City at Propaganda 3? You know, it's uh, last few years have been really interesting, uh, uh, obviously for everybody, you know, but uh, to be, you know, Propaganda 3 primarily works in, in the digital space. Um, you know, aside from just the general uh, nervousness and, and uh, not knowing exactly what to expect, 
Mm-hmm. Um, we knew that we were going to have to we're going to be really really adaptable, and I think. For the most part, that's what I've seen the industry do is, is adapt to, to everything that's going on. Um, but uh, I certainly saw in the last few years kind of a doubling down on uh, digital channels uh, uh, and finding different ways to uh, to just make the work work. You know, True. it was. You remember, Ray? It's kind of funny. Do you remember how jarring it was right at the beginning of the pandemic to be looking at advertising and not seeing people in face masks? Yes. Oh, yeah. It was that was strange. You had to adjust to that. Absolutely. Yes. It was a, it was the strangest thing, and I'm sitting there for that time period, wondering how long is this going to take? Mm-hmm. How long are we going to get? How long is it going to take before we catch up with the world and what's actually happening and reflecting that back? Yeah. And um, I was pleasantly surprised by that. But you know, those first few weeks, all looking and going, we're hearing all this information from the news. We see sports stop, and we see advertising kind of sort of gleefully going on the same way <laughs> it had gone on, you know, That's true. before then. That's and, true. And uh, we, had to, we had to adapt quickly, and it's, um, it, it's fascinating to see how that happened, and it's going to be interesting to see how we, uh, how we come out of this. You know, yeah. how will this change us forever? I mean, sure, and, it, and it will. Roll back. You're, you're absolutely will. right. It, it, look, look, at, look at what we're doing now for the most part. I mean, we have studios here in Houston, but... Uh, for the most part, uh, people are home. Uh, they are not used to going to the office. They're not used to driving in traffic. Things are different. And therefore, behaviors or uh, um, responsibilities of of people are different these days. So we have to, I guess, speak to them in a, in a different way and understand uh, it's, uh, it's not a cultural shift. It's a uh, medical shift. I don't know what you want to call it, but it, but but it really has rocked to uh, rock the world. But you know, you at Propaganda Three, you you talk about the uh, the, the digital space. Talk more about what you guys do there. Yeah, we're uh, we're primarily a, a production shop. We do uh, a website web development, app development, interactive experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, working with a, a, a variety of cri- uh, clients across industries. We do some great work here for um, what I like to say are national clients that just happen to be uh, based in, in Kansas City. Good folks like uh, Boulevard Brewing Company, uh, Christopher Elbow Chocolates, uh, mm-hmm. uh, great, great uh, uh, clients like that. That's beautiful. And um, it's, it's an exciting time, you know. Um, our, our space is, is uh, you know, redefined <laughs> almost daily. And it's, it's, it's fun to not only be keeping up with our clients, but also just keeping up with the tech and, and always thinking and dreaming about how we can apply that in uh, new and uh, unusual ways. With a roundabout way, it actually probably intensified the need for Propaganda 3 and the need for a better way to distribute a message uh, digitally and make things more efficient as you uh, communicate and interact with the digital world. So I I would assume you guys were just, you were the right place, right time uh, to make things happen. Would you say it's true? Absolutely. We were, we were certainly lucky uh, in that regard. Um, well, I wouldn't say lucky. I mean, we've been positioning ourselves for a good long time. We've been a presence here in the, in the Kansas City uh, market for, for over 21 years. But, I mean, we really had to we, – we knew that it wasn't going to be the same rules that uh, yeah. uh, that had kind of gotten us past uh, everything in, in, in the past. Yeah. So uh, we had to redefine and we had to pivot and find new ways to go about things. You know, there's an interesting thing you talk about, Ray, you know, the difference in consumer behavior mm-hmm. – but let's talk about you know the you know how creative teams within the agency had to evolve over yeah. the last few years. I yeah. mean, talk about 
we're so used to being eyeball to eyeball. We're so used to the sort of, you know, pop-up kind of prairie dog conversations that can happen, you know, over a cube wall or, you know, in a, in a, you know, in a conference room. And, um, you know, we had to lose so much of that over the last few years. We're, we're kind of getting back to it now. I know there are a number of agencies that are still working to get back to kind of face-to-face operations, you know, on a consistent basis. But, you know, the thing that, you know, as I was looking through the work in Houston, what I was really uh, thrilled about, besides just the, the amazing work, was I could still see that creative uh, energy, that uh, collaborative spirit in the work. And um, I found that, like, extraordinarily reassuring, especially coming out of these last two years, to know that with all the obstacles that are in place, all the things that can happen, that's something that we absolutely got right and we were able to continue through. Man, I love when you say that as well. That's so true. And, 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 and even today, with our boosters and our second shots and this and this and this and all that kind of stuff, we are still uh, limited in face-to-face. I love mm-hmm. face-to-face collaboration. I love it. I believe it energizes. There are some agencies uh, here in Houston that are now uh, they're not back uh, full time. Uh, they are a lot of them are still working from home. Uh, many, many agencies, and I, I hope someday that we can come back to that. There was nothing like the community and the camaraderie, and as you said, the energy of getting together. People just being together. We're, we're you know, we're born to be together, uh, not born to be working out of a, a back bedroom or something like that. We need to be together. So, was that true with with, with propaganda as well? Were you guys? Uh, uh, out for a while, then kind of got back in collaboration together. I mean, are you back to the office now as well, or what? We are. Uh, we are back to the office, uh, uh-huh. though we do have, you know, some. we do hybrid still. We have flexible scheduling, you know, work from home and, and options, uh, because we also know that while, you know, it's important for us and our employees, we also know that there's a there's a family factor involved, or there's a home factor involved, and we still have to be flexible. I mean, frankly, we're we're not out of the pandemic, you know, there are still things that are kind of happening that we have to be uh, aware of and we have to kind of respect our employees. There's, it's just been tremendous, tremendous pressure put on all of us in this time. And I think, um, you know, the, the work from home hybrid solution, while it was a solution, I think it also was a kind of a dangerous crash between, you know, our mm. work lives and our personal lives Sure. and not being able to, uh, to, to split those two. But, um, you know, Kansas City reacted in much the same way as, you know, the rest of the world in that regard. I, I, what you're describing in Houston is what I'm seeing here in Kansas City. Yeah. Um, but I do feel like there is that pull to get people back together. But I, I think it's always going to happen, you know, in terms of, you know, with safe regard to uh, to, to where people are and, and what and what they, uh, you know, what they're still uh, experiencing. I had a uh, I had a voice actor that we want to use for a, a spot here in the next few weeks, and it's the guy says, "Yeah, I uh, just got over COVID," and I'm going, "What? Come on!" So COVID's still tapping on our shoulder. There's no doubt about that. There's another guy that I need to use for a, an on location shoot. He's going on a cruise, and all I'm saying is, "Please God, please don't let him get sick, uh, and 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 help him come back home so we can do this shoot the day after after he arrives off the cruise." Things are scary out there still. There's no doubt about that. John, let me t- ask you a question. D- uh, did uh, advertising or creative uh, find you, or were you looking for it, or how did you guys connect? Uh, I've got the crazy story. I have three music degrees, too many 
for this industry. Oh, wow. It comes down to. Yeah, actually, uh, my background, my, 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 my formal education is in uh, uh, music. I love uh, that. I love that. Yeah. In music education, I, I was a clarinet performance major in an, as an undergrad. And, uh, and then I got a uh, um, master's in musicology from Northwestern in Chicago. Oh, my. As my... As my youngest likes to say, well, at least mom got three degrees in her career. You got three degrees in your hobby. <laughs> you know, I, I think that's incredible. Years ago, 50 years ago, it was in broadcast. My wife got me into broadcasting because I was a musician. I played guitar and drums, of course. Right. You know, the, the typical 1960s garage band. Yes, I experienced that. It was fun. But. Getting in, getting into broadcast and getting into uh, creative uh, as it relates to advertising and marketing, music plays a pivotal role. And if we understand that rhythm or that that cycle of thought and and and, and production value and, and so on and so forth, it really does have a very large connection of how you can make things better, don't you? What do you think about that? No, absolutely. I think you know, and as a you know, as a performer you're taught how to connect with an audience. Yes. You're taught yeah. um, discipline. You're taught team play, collaboration. Um, all those things are things that I still carry with me every single day in my, in my work, in my career. Okay. So uh, one of your role models must have been Pete Fountain. Uh, I mean, it has to be being the clarinet guy. You are. I'm a big. I'm a yeah. Pete Fountain, Benny Goodman, a lot of a lot oh, of yeah. great stuff there. There's, there's a lot of contemporary uh, clarinetists as well. I was a tenor saxophone, so uh, tenor saxophonist as well. So I double. Um, I'm a huge uh, Stan Getz fan. Love Stan Getz. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. If there was one place, like if like, I I can play a saxophone, but he could he could yeah. he can make it sing. And, oh yeah, uh, boy. <laughs> I tried many, many years to emulate that sound. I am involved personally as a board member of a, a foundation called F2F, Faith to Form. We give uh, musical instruments to kiddos who can't afford musical instruments. These are brand new instruments. And uh, we do that here in the Houston market with a, with a jazz great. His name is Vel Lewis. Uh, he plays uh, with a whole bunch of different people. He's a solo artist, of course. He's played with Dionne Warwick and toured with her for uh, so many years as well, but uh, but yeah, music still a big part of my life, and I love it. If you could see the studio and Studio B, you would see nothing but guitars and amplifiers in here as well. It's a good place. That sounds like a beautiful place. Yeah, I I, I wish we could show that in a podcast. I guess we could if we had a camera in here, but we don't. That's the way it goes. <laughs> hey, one one thing, John. Uh, once again, I want to thank you for really uh, taking the time. What you had was a huge job and a very important job of uh, relating what is great and what is greatest as far as the advertising. And people really jumped back into uh, the award ceremonies for the American Advertising Awards. Uh, they are, they, you know, lots of award, uh, entries this year, which we really, really loved. And you guys just did a phenomenal job in a very tight time space. But you didn't rush it. You did a great job of, of uh, finding the winners. Of course, we're not revealing those here, but... Uh, uh, all in all, what, what you said before about the work is, uh, is uh, very uh, appreciated. And uh, I'm sure the work you do at Propaganda 3 is, is just as great. And what you do for our industry is great, too. So one more time, thank you, John Kreisbergs. You're a nice guy. <laughs> Thanks so much, Ray. I really appreciate the invite from the club to, to, to take part in this. This is, uh, 
Uh, I've done this a few times before uh, at a number of different markets. It's always exciting for me. Uh, it's, I actually find it quite invigorating to do this type of judging, especially at the beginning of the year. It makes me look at my own work in a different light. The work of a it comes out of P3 in a different light. Um, helps me gain some much-needed perspective in uh, what's going on. And the other part about it is, you know, in the past few years when we haven't had a ton to celebrate, it feels good to be celebrating again, especially the work and the creativity of our industry. So you can find a little bit more about John Kreisberg's general manager, Propaganda 3, in Kansas City. I want to say thank you for being a part of Ad Speaks Houston as we roll into uh, 2023. We hope you can join us uh, for every episode. All you have to do is subscribe to the podcast. We'll be there for you. Created and produced by Radio Lounge for the American Advertising Federation Houston chapter. You can find out more. Lots going on there at aaf-houston.net. Subscribe to this podcast, like we said, on your favorite podcast platform, and you'll never miss a new podcast. Your rating on iTunes will also help us grow. And don't be afraid to share what you've heard today on social media. We also invite you to meet the people that represent District 10 of the American Advertising Federation. Check out AdTension, the podcast, or D10. Until next time, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Ad Speaks Houston, copyright 2023. I'm Ray Shillings. <laughs>